Black Tech Green Money isn't just about telling the stories of successful black entrepreneurs. It's also about giving actionable and wealth building strategies that help you protect the future of our communities. That's why we're pleased to be supported by State Farm Insurance. State Farm also believes that we must invest in our communities to achieve economic growth by sponsoring programs like the AXO, which rewards high school students for their academic achievements. State Farm believes that being better neighbors creates better communities. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. If you're looking for the most epic place on earth, let's start at the base of a massive waterfall. Then trek through the thick jungle. Then climb to the peak of a snowy mountaintop. Then once you get there, keep going. Because with intelligent 4x4 and 7 drive modes and a Nissan Pathfinder, the search is the real adventure. Available feature. Intelligent 4x4 cannot prevent collisions or provide enhanced traction in all conditions. Always monitor traffic and weather conditions. AT&T connects an ode to podcast. Connect the alarm, change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze, 10 more minutes to dream. Connect the shower, lather up with the news, sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work and traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories, change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. Moments like my daughter telling me a new joke mean a lot to me. But after being diagnosed with metastatic breast cancer, or MBC, which is breast cancer that is spread to other parts of the body, they mean even more. I take Ibrance, Palpocyclib. Ibrance 125 milligram tablets with an aromatase inhibitor is for adults with HR positive HER2 negative NBC as the first hormonal based therapy. Ask your doctor about Ibrance and visit Ibrance.com. Ibrance may cause low white blood cell counts that may lead to serious infections. Ibrance may cause severe inflammation of the lungs. Both of these can lead to death. Tell your doctor right away if you have new or worsening symptoms, including trouble breathing, shortness of breath, cough, or chest pain. Before taking Ibrance, tell your doctor if you have fever, chills, or other signs of infection, liver or kidney problems, are or plan to become pregnant, or are breastfeeding. Common side effects include low red blood cell and low platelet counts, infections, tiredness, nausea, sore mouth, abnormalities in liver blood tests, diarrhea, hair thinning or loss, vomiting, rash, and loss of appetite. This is your moment, your time to shine. Your comeback. You're ready for the next step in your career, and you want an education employers respect. So you're not just going back to school. You're coming back with Purdue Global. Backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected public universities, Purdue Global is built for people who bring their life experience into the online classroom. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. We're just two unapologetically black women with an opinion who talk back. What's up, y'all? Thank you for tuning in for a new episode of We Talk Back, a show dedicated to you niggas and these hoes. Ew. Hey, girl. Ew. Hey, girl. Ew. How y'all doing? It's me, Official Tim Bam, once again. I love y'all. I love y'all so much. Thank y'all for coming back. We love you. AJ, AJ don't tell y'all, but she love y'all, too. I do be loving people. Do Listen, you? but people disappoint you. You know, so I'll be like, <laughs> tell people how I really feel about them. And they start doing some shit you don't like. It's like, no, nah, I got to kill you. I, <laughs> I never loved you anyway, nigga. How was your weekend? It was cool, girl. I um, I did like a little staycation with my friends and family uh, at Kiowa Island. It's, you know, you know, Charleston got like 
nice little elite islands around here where the white people be ducked mm-hmm. off at driving Bentleys and shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's what I was mm-hmm. doing. It's very nice. And the Must the wear nice. part about it, here's the, here's the wear part. They actually import niggas from someplace else to work on the island. Everybody on Instead the island. Hiring people from yes, Charleston? everybody was from Jamaica. That's they weird. come on some type of work permit for seasonal hospitality work, and they import mm-hmm. them all over the world. Essentially, I bet you they, I bet you they pay they cheaper than somebody from. So this is what I was asking because Charleston is expensive, especially the area I live in, West Ashley. Mm-hmm. Like a one bedroom is almost two thousand dollars now a month. Mm-hmm. They are paying for their housing in West Ashley for them to work, and they bust mm. them to the island. Hmm. Interesting, huh? I mean, if y'all Very want, I guess they want like the Caribbean feel, but we Geechee, I guess they don't want the ratchet that comes along with <laughs> Geechee. <laughs> I box you in your <laughs> lip. <laughs> so they just import these people who, you know, they grew up in hospitality because that's all, like this, that's the major industry in most of those Caribbean islands. Mm-hmm. But I feel like that is so wicked and I'm not done with it. That is I'm weird. I'm not done with it at all. Yeah. Do some research <laughs> on that, friend. I, like, I'm trying to see how the fuck I can make money off them, too. <laughs> Sorry, y'all. No, no, no. We're going to talk about this. AJ had posted a bathing suit pic to her close friends. And you look so good. Why you didn't post it for everybody to see? Everybody need to see how good you look. Mm. I'm like one hoe, not two hoe. Okay. I don't be want like girl. that's not my image, though. I wanted like people to give me like the oohs and the ahs and like, girl, you look good. I wanted that. Okay, that's obviously why people mm-hmm. post those type of pictures. But I don't need that from everybody. Just the people I fuck with. Mm-hmm. That's it. Girl, post Girl, that bathing suit picture. You I don't know. Great. Maybe, maybe not. We'll see. Oh, I screenshot it. I'm going to post it on your <laughs> next <Bitch>. birthday. So. <laughs> <laughs> what the hell you did this don't weekend? Don't worry about it. You, <laughs> I I really didn't do much of anything. Um, it was my cousin Aaron's birthday. Uh, she had a little brunch on Sunday, so I went to that. They all went out, but I did not go out. I just been spending my time. I've been running every day. I've been running every day the past ten days straight. I've been doing at least forty five hey. minutes to an hour. So my hair has been slick back in a ponytail, and I ain't been trying to drink or club or nothing. I'm just. Trying to get physically. It's this bitch on Instagram, and I don't know her pictures. Like she has a body type like mine, and she's been working out for a year, and she looks. Is it the Jessica? The she just J sculpt girl. Girl, yes. why I got her screenshot on my goddamn phone? I saw. I was like, me Yo, too, that's man. My she motivated me. I was like, that's my body right there. That's fact. Same. Except I ain't got no titties like that. But everything she else, no titties really is me. Yes. Yeah. So she done motivated me. I've been like in there running every day because I'm just starting with cardio. But once I'm going to Jamaica next week, uh, so after I get back, that's when I'm going to start incorporating uh, weight training. Girl, I definitely, she, I don't know how she came across my timeline. I definitely followed that ass and screenshot that goddamn picture. Like you cannot be walking around here that fine and I'm not like. What am I doing with my life? That's how I felt too. So a bitch been running every (laughs) 10 days straight. Yeah, she looks amazing. <laughs> Let's get into the stupid internet news. What happened this uh, past weekend? This did y'all week? watch the VMAs? Oh. Okay. I did see some yeah, of it. Yeah, so Lizzo was addressing uh, Aries Spears because, you know, he tried to come for her on um, Instagram. Talk about she looked like the shit emoji. Just terrible. Yeah. 
Like, you're not even funny. Like, I mean, he has been funny. I remember him from Mad TV and, uh, like, different uh, programs that he did. And he has been funny, but that just wasn't. It was tasteless. It wasn't. It didn't make nobody laugh. It just made people angry. Yeah, just some random hate. Even um, Mike Epps came for his ass right quick. And the thing is, is that I wanted to talk about this story in particular because men, men talk about women like we so shallow. Dog, when it comes to aesthetics, men are way more visual. Men are way more shallow. Because imagine a man that looks like him. Regardless mm-hmm. of what, if Lizzo is big, she's a big, pretty ass girl. I, and I, be, I right. bet you she smells nice as well. Okay. She's just really mm-hmm. fluffy. But imagine you look like Mike Epps says he looks sick. <laughs> I believe him because the pictures. And dirty. that's how he looks on his social media. So imagine you talking crazy about Liz. I didn't like that shit. Based off right. appearance. Yeah. It was just and mad. men do that. It was just like men. Did you ever see that skit that Drewski did that one time? He was like, he had a dirty yes. fingernails. He was like, oh, my girl, my girl can't. My girl got to always keep her nails gotta, done. Meanwhile, you got dirty fingernails. Right. And holes Just in your all jaw. this nasty shit that right. men be having going on. And y'all just think that women just have to be like this perfect. Like, even if you a two, you still think you would deserve a 10 type men. Like, that's how guys be. And I don't like it. Yeah, I'm not here for that. Y'all need to lower y'all standards a little bit. Yeah. Y'all, <laughs> y'all need to y'all need to recognize your hollow level. Men don't know their hollow level. <laughs> right. <laughs> oh, that New Jersey art teacher, uh, she responded to if y'all have been paying attention, uh, there's a teacher in New York and it looks like she may have had some body work done. I don't know, but she's super curvy and they were uh calling for her to be fired over her body. And um, she's saying that most of the people who are hating on her about her body and wanting her to be fired are not women. It's men, which was surprising to me because I just thought it might have been a lot of hating ass bitches, like jealous. Yeah. Or just, you know, I don't. But it's men, she says. It's more men. Women are supporting her. But as long as you're a good educator and good with the children, I don't care what your body exactly. Like. If you are teaching these kids... And raising them up and helping them raise good, productive citizens. I don't care what your body looks like. Nah, and I guess, you know, we've always had this, like, perception of what teachers look like and what doctors look like and what lawyers look like, you know? So she doesn't have, like, the standard body type or maybe she doesn't even wear, like, the the clothes that a, that you would think a teacher would wear. I don't know what teachers look like nowadays. I know they look younger than when, before, like, mm-hmm. you know, prior. Like, we were, when we were in school, like, the teachers now look younger. But uh, should you dress um, according to the profession? I believe so, yes. So you got mm-hmm. that big ass dunk. <laughs> Maybe you shouldn't wear jeggings but, to class, you know? But it doesn't look like she's wearing that stuff. From the pictures I saw of her, she wore like stuff that any teacher would wear. She just happens to have right. curves right. in it. And some shit you can't. can't you can't handle you can yeah you can't yeah, and i feel like black women we've always gotten that type of heat like we can like, especially even just going to school do you remember being in school and like being critiqued on mm-hmm. what you had or you can have the same exact thing on that a white girl has on but because your body looks different in it it's a problem but it's right. not a problem with the child because i'm a child in high school right you're a grown adult right. male or adult adult woman looking at me in a sexual way that don't have nothing to do with me. Right. Because why are you sexualizing right. my body in that way? So, but it's weird to me to think that it's it's men 
that are coming for her and not the women. I don't know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I would think would be the one the women. Cause remember it was that um Me too. You remember that um news host? She was a black girl as well. Very cute. Oh yeah. And it yeah. was the white women mm-hmm. that was coming for her. <laughs> they, they, wanted, mm-hmm. she, they didn't want the husbands watching her ass on fucking TV no more. She was very beautiful, nice body. They were like, fuck the weather. Because <laughs> I think she was like yep. the weather girl. <laughs> <laughs> Bitch, you won't need to know if it's raining or not. Right. Bitch, you'll see if it's raining tomorrow <laughs> when you go outside. <laughs> All right, Tam. So listen, you with your man, right? Y'all mm-hmm. religiously played a lottery together. You love him. At least you think you mm-hmm. love him until you finally hit the fucking lottery for say, I don't know, four point two million dollars. What are you doing? What I'm doing? I'm getting I'm getting it depends. If I love him like that, like that, I'm keeping him. But if I don't and he was just helping me survive, <laughs> it's up, bitch. <laughs> I might throw him a little piece. Right. <laughs> so like we it's up bitch I'm this story out. comes from Hollywood Unlocked so apparently this woman I think they might be European um cause it says she won 3.6 million dollars which is the equivalent of 4.2 uh million US dollars but apparently um yep Nottingham England she dumped her boyfriend of four mm-hmm. years and claimed the winnings for herself so she's 40 he's 39 they were living together supposedly there was a thing where she's not supposed, she doesn't have to pay bills just to play the lottery and he would cover all the bills. And then once she won the money, she like dipped out on his ass. I don't know how true that is. Doesn't make sense to me. She should have got it in writing. He should have got it in writing. Exactly. Cause it ain't nothing you can do now, baby. If she was a decent person, she would give him a I piece, would but... definitely, you know, it's just certain people yeah. I want to see happy and ball. I would. I don't want to just have all the mm-hmm. money by myself. So like, especially if I'm with somebody I love, like, man, we about to act stupid out here. Okay. <laughs> she don't like him. Listen, <laughs> Right. At she all. Don't. She's just dealing with him. And she probably didn't think she would ever really win. Yep. And now she up. <laughs> Soon as I hit the lottery, I'm going to find Jonathan Major's ass. I'm going to whatever city he in. And I'm going Girl, to Girl, if you don't stop talking lunch. about my boyfriend, what is your problem? You want to fight, girl? You want to? You want to F I T? I told you, <laughs> F I T. You want to fight? <laughs> I told you, I've been running. Now got nothing to do with it. <laughs> what, what the? What the? What them hands do? I'm getting stronger. That's all I'm saying. You're Bob and we. That's all. I'm... <laughs> girl, the next. Listen, don't talk about my man on this show no more. Girl, every bitch for herself when it comes. <laughs> listen, if we were ever in a room with Jonathan Majors together. I might tell him you have her. Ah! I don't know. <laughs> Yo! <laughs> I ain't never hit on a bitch like that. Now you can have him. Dog. <laughs> Listen, you know what? You can have him. I ain't about to lie. Jonathan, don't talk to her. Jonathan, don't talk to her. She has herpes. <laughs> I ain't never about to hate on a bitch to get a nigga now. Look, you got him because you, you willing to go too low. Ooh. <laughs> I'm like candy. I ain't a Michelle Obama. When you go low, I go low with your ass. <laughs> Obviously, you going to hell when somebody go low. I ain't even went low. I just said this is my man, and you just went low. Like, what if he be like me too? <laughs> I'll be like, well then y'all are match made in heaven. Go ahead over there. <laughs> 
Stupid. All right, y'all. But then I would come to you and be like, bitch, you got herpes. Don't do that. You stupid. I wouldn't set you up to get no sickness, friend. Thank you, friend. <laughs> y'all, we we talking we talking erectile dysfunction today. Okay, we talking about penises today. We're we're trying to help the community today. So y'all tune in. We'll be right back. Seeing our communities grow and thrive is something we care deeply about here at Black Tech Green Money. State Farm Insurance also cares about the growth of black communities. They're actively investing in programs and initiatives that help provide financial literacy, give early career advice and grow black owned businesses, thus leading to generational wealth, which helps protect the future of our communities. We want to build a future that we all can be proud of. State Farm understands that representation alone doesn't equate to authenticity. It also requires active sponsorship of programs like the AXO, a year-long program that recognizes and rewards high school students for their academic and cultural achievements, along with funding programs like Project Ready, a National Urban League program committed to educational achievement of black and brown youth that has awarded over $11 million in scholarship offers to date. State Farm believes that being better neighbors creates better communities and can have a long-lasting impact. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. You know a spot, but not just a spot, the spot. Actually, with the 2023 Nissan Frontier, you know a bunch of them. But the key to these great spots, being able to reach them in the first place. Your spot is out there. Find your Frontier in the 2023 Nissan Frontier with standard 310 horsepower, advanced tech, and 281 pound-feet of torque. How do we level the playing field for all entrepreneurs? 55% of white businesses survive the startup phase, while only 4% of black businesses do the same. So I want every black entrepreneur to know about the One Million Black Businesses Initiative. The One Million Black Businesses Initiative is an award-winning program created by Shopify and Operation Hope. They're on a mission to start, grow, and scale one million black businesses by 2030, driving wealth creation for the black community. Out of 6 million employer-owned businesses in the U.S., only 2.3% have black ownership. This program gives black entrepreneurs tools and resources to level the playing field, from free business coaching to tailored training and extended free Shopify trial. Shopify's made a 10-year, multi-million dollar commitment to the program, and it's working. The initiative already started, supported, and engaged with over 334,000 black businesses, helping them operate businesses that sell anything from skateboards to coffee beans to apparel. Business owners love this program. Simone Harvin, founder of SC Creative Group, says, The one million black businesses experience for me was unlike any other program I've been a part of, primarily because it was for us and it was by us. Here at Drink Champs, we are always interacting with our listeners, many being black entrepreneurs. Shopify is one of those platforms that empowers and emboldens entrepreneurship. So chart your own path for business success with the One Million Black Businesses Initiative and Shopify. Bring your business to Shopify with an exclusive offer at shopify.com slash B-E-N, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash B-E-N. This is it. Your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. 
Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cd for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. All right, y'all, listen, we have a very special guest on We Talk Back today. Listen, she is a board-certified urologist. Okay, so a couple weeks ago, I was just thinking about different uh, topics Tam and I could possibly talk about, and I thought about erectile dysfunction after a conversation. (laughs) After a conversation (laughs) with some men on Clubhouse a couple weeks ago, child. So listen, I found uh, Dr. Finwa. Millhouse, she is again a board uh, certified urologist. Tell us a little bit about yourself, Miss, uh, or excuse me, Doctor Millhouse. Sorry, <laughs> <laughs> sorry. Um, yeah, so my name is Doctor Fenwa Millhouse. I am a board certified urologist, uh, which means I am a surgical specialist. We are surgeons, um, but we specialize in the urinary tract and male reproductive system. Um, I am also fellowship trained in female pelvic medicine, reconstructive surgery. What the heck is that? Well, that means that I'm, I also do a lot of things that uh, you would consider a urogynecologist to do. So these are um, treating pelvic floor problems and uh, urinary leakage and issues that primarily affect vulvas or women. So I um, an ex, I'm an expert in treating men and their private parts and women and their private parts. Um, and I have been in practice for over seven years um, in a very large private practice as the go-to public floor surgeon. So nice. Wow, that's mm-hmm. dope. So you deal with dicks and pussies all day long. <laughs> yes, I do. I love this, I love this show. <laughs> like, please be normal. Okay, thank you. <laughs> I want to know, I don't have no man yet, but when I get him, how can I make sure his dick stay hard forever? Forever. Okay. <laughs> That's okay. how we start. So, yeah, I want to know. <laughs> Definitely. So um, this is great. This is a good question. And, and probably all men are wondering this too, are wanting this. So the most important thing is he's got to be healthy. Okay. Mm-hmm. So he has to live a healthy lifestyle. 
was good for the heart is good for the dick. Okay. Period. Point blank. Uh, if he's a smoker, mm -mm, no, no, can't do. And I'm, and okay. Whenever I say smoker, people are like, well, does weed count? Okay. I'm talking, <laughs> 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 clarify, let me clarify. So, uh, so we're talking about tobacco use. Right. So not even just smoking, if you do tobacco, tobacco ugh, that is so like Disgusting. that you're killing your dick. Okay. That, yeah. Yep. Yep. Um, marijuana, you know, probably does not have at all the same risk as tobacco when it comes to blood flow. It might decrease libido and sperm count, but the actual mechanics probably are still going to be in, in working order. But a drug use in general, like illicit drug use can tend to get in the way of erections. Also, if he's an excessive drinker, you want to roll that back. The whiskey dick is very real. Mm -hmm. um, you drink too much. First of all, if you drink way too much, it's not cute. It's not exactly. sexy. Mm -hmm. um, and so we aren't going to get moist, but then also the dick isn't going to get as hard because the brain like uh, can initiate that like proper stimuli to initiate the blood flow. Um, uh, exercise is fabulous for blood circulation. Go make him see a doctor every year. Sisters, okay, make him go see a doctor every year. I don't care how buff, how well he in shape he feels, how great he feels. That's why you see a doctor to make sure you're in good working order. Um, so many of our brothers have undiagnosed high blood pressure, high cholesterol. Um, I mean, I hate to use him as an example, but Kevin Samuels, too young to just die, croak over. Exactly. Um, mm -hmm. And so... And I don't know if he was seeing a doctor or not. I, I don't know those details, but I, you know, it's um, far too often our young men, and I consider him young again, um, are losing their dick or losing their life to just not taking care of themselves. Yeah. So uh, those are the big things. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So what we're talking about today, y'all, is erectile dysfunction, mainly. Okay. So I was having a conversation with a, well, actually I wasn't having a conversation. I was listening to a bunch of guys talk crazy about women, black women in particular, and how we are diets and how we are the highest and diabetes and high blood pressure and all these things that they too are, you know, ranked the highest in, but for whatever reason, they don't think that, right? So I was real silent and I just came in <laughs> with all the erectile dysfunction statistics. <laughs> so why y'all talking about yes. women? Let's talk about those dicks for a minute, okay? And how they really don't work and how you spend your whole life running through women and then you finally get this woman to settle down with and you want to give her the worst dick of her life for the rest of her life. <laughs> mm, that sounds real bleak. <laughs> That's what it is. Damn, AJ. We, Damn. Hey, we talk about them. We do talk about men settling down when that pen don't write no more. Yeah. And it's not fair for your wife. Said. They don't stop running. That's not fair. So the pen no. stop writing. Yeah. You don't want the leftovers. Uh -uh. Right. So how no. is ED usually no, diagnosed? Well, it's diagnosed because a man <laughs> is embarrassed, is, you know, concerned. I mean, when I will tell you this, when the penis isn't working, the men will then go see the doctor. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so that's usually how they get to see the doctor is like, okay, we have a problem. Let's fix it. And no, no matter how young or how old, I mean, I've had men in their nineties 
come in and be like, hey, I can't get an erection. What are we going to do? And I'm I'm happy. I'm not an ageist. Like, cool, great, awesome. I, you, who are you having sex with? No, I'm not having sex with anybody. But I just need this to work for me. <laughs> like, they don't even have to have a partner right. or plans to have sex in the near future. They just want to make sure you don't want to see that. So they they come to us. Like, it's not something we have to go uh, dragging. And so usually it... Um, starts off with the loss of morning erections, that morning wood. Okay. You don't Mm -hmm. notice it. And actually morning wood is just one event. You actually get erection throughout the night if you have a healthy penis. But again, erectile dysfunction usually starts off with, ooh, I'm not waking up hard anymore. Um, And then, you know, you don't don't last as long. And then maybe it's harder to get up. Um, So, yep. All right, y'all. And like, what what type of treatment? All right, so let's say... I'm I, I get this man, we in love, and then all of a sudden his dick stopped working. <laughs> God, please never have him. <laughs> but what kind of treatment would would he need to seek like then after we discover that he does have like an issue? Aside from okay, gas so station all, pills. That's what I was gonna ask about that next. <laughs> so first of all, we should ease up. Like if it's if it's Want, don't go rushing him to the doctor after like the first time. Like, oh my God, you you know, baby, we coming straight to you, uh, Doctor Millhouse. Soon as that <laughs> dick don't work right, we running to we coming straight to your office, girl. I don't know what you talking about. <laughs> you know, because it just might be a bad night. My again, might not have had too much to drink. You might be. He might just be like, I'm not feeling her right now. Mm-hmm. You know, she's nagging me all day. I don't. But you know, I don't. You know, so, you know, we'll give one pass at least. But if it seems to be a pattern, obviously, absolutely start early to get an to get attention. Um, so certain treatment. So regardless of the type, most of the time, the treatments are similar um, or regardless of the cause, I should say, of erectile dysfunction. Um, the treatment is basically about the same. Um, and one, we screen for like, you know, just behavioral or, or psychologic issues. There's something called psychogenic or psychological erectile dysfunction. Mm-hmm. And that's when the mechanics work just fine. It's just, there's mental, social, Blockage. whatever, mm-hmm. psychologic issues that are blocking it. Yeah. You're depressed. Your relationship ain't good. You have body image issues. Men can have body image issues. You, um, you know, other things are happening. You're, you're, you have other, you know, medical problems that are weighing you down. You're stressed, you're, you know, stressed at work or whatever the case may be. So those things, um, we try to, we try to weed for. And the biggest way to distinguish is do, those men usually will have morning wood, right? Mm-hmm. Cause that's, they can't control that. So that's a good sign of a healthy penis. Oh, they got morning wood. Okay, great. But you just can't get it up in the bed. Then you probably need a, you know, to see a therapist, psychiatrist, those type of stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, but assuming it's not that, then it's, you know, talking about all the lifestyle changes that I went through. Okay. That's when I'm having a heart to heart with these men and saying, okay, do you exercise? Do you, what do you eat? Mm-hmm. Have you been to the doctor in the last 10, five, 10, two last year? Um, do you have diabetes? Do you, if you have diabetes, is it in control? Do you smoke? Do you use drugs? Um, and then we start with pills. So the pills, and these aren't the gas station crap. That honey, that honeycomb stuff. That rhino. (laughs) You don't know what what you're taking. Um, But yeah, these are like prescription medicines that we use that are now actually very affordable. Very affordable. 
now. Um, you don't got to spend a mint to get your the blue pill or the Viagra or the Cialis. Um, and so those pills are given. Now the pills, they kind of take some of the spontaneity out of it because you got to plan and take it about a, an hour prior to sex. Mm-hmm. But, you know, it can work wonders. Are they dangerous, those pills? Because I've I seen some case stories where, you know, the erection never went down. They had to go to the hospital and get their penis exploded. Or my dad had shit. an exploded. incident like that. Well, that that kind of happened <laughs> to my dad funny. before he, uh, like, bust a bl- uh, blood vessel in his penis. And what, he got one of those two? Look, I'm a, this is a very long time ago, and he was like, um, he <laughs> told me he couldn't come he was supposed to come to me to help me go find a car, right? And he didn't show up. So I'm like, what happened? He was like, I strained myself. So we continued on with the conversation. And I was like, so what happened? You hurt your back or something like that? He was like, no. <laughs> I strained my pecker. I'm like, wait, what? <laughs> so I'm assuming, because I know he was taking Viagra. And his wife is a little young, like a lot younger, okay? So I'm a, I was assuming, like, maybe he... Is that, could that happen? Could your penis, like a blood vessel, because it's, you know, erect sure. for a long period of time? Well, okay. So there's two different things y'all are talking about. Mm-hmm. Uh, you're talking about an erection that does not go down. From like pills. Like you've already orgasmed. Well, so that rarely happens with pills, actually, okay. unless you abuse the pills. I mean, you're taking two, three, four, you know, times the dose, then yeah, maybe. But if you're taking the regular, even the max dose, Mm -hmm. it rarely happens with pills. Now, one of the other ways we treat erectile dysfunction is penile injections, which is actual like an injection in the penis of medicine that increases blood flow to the penis. And this is for patients who actually usually are not doing well with pills. Pills aren't working. That has a much higher risk of an erection that doesn't mm. go down, which is what we call priapism. So those patients, unfortunately, sometimes, so they'll come to my office and I'll give them the first injection and I give them a little small injection. I'm like, okay, yay, it worked. And a couple times, unfortunately, and I prepped them for this, they wound it up in the ER because they were like, Dr. Milhouse, I left your office. I, I went straight home, used it, and it would not go down and it's still up. So they had to go to the <laughs> ER. And when you have an erection that's lasting three, four hours and not going down, it's number one, painful. It is not a plus anymore. Mm-hmm. It's painful. Number two, it actually will, can uh, damage the penis um, and ruin and decrease the ability to get an erection in the future. Um, and so it is something we need to treat. It's a, it's a, you know, a bit of a urologic emergency or urgency. And what you, somebody said it exploded, but what we do, we do, it is kind of gruesome. <laughs> what we do do to treat it is we put needles yeah. in the penis and let the blood out, <laughs> like release all that blood that's not getting out, like out. And it's a, it's very bloody. Wow. Um, it's very satisfying. As <laughs> and for the patient too, the patient's like, oh. Release. <laughs> it's almost like they came again, but just blood. Yeah, but blood. We numb them up. So it's not like we're not like, you know, inhumane. So we numb come them on, up and we put them. <laughs> yes. So that's what, but your dad, I think he just popped a superficial blood vessel. Like he was doing it too hard. <laughs> just too much information. <laughs> I don't want to know Mr. Jerome I, like that. She brought it up, not me. <laughs> 
like my other yes. thought better. I just like the thought that it just went and go down and then like, yeah, he had a, like a medical yeah. issue. Yeah. <laughs> uh, does testosterone play a part in how your erection at all? That's or- an amazing question. That is probably the best question of the hour. So everybody <laughs> always assumes I have erectile dysfunction. Therefore I need testosterone. They come in saying that, like, I think I need testosterone. And the truth of the matter is testosterone is an indirect player. It is not the main player here. You can have a normal high testosterone and have issues with erections. You can have low testosterone and be hard as a rock. Okay. Mm -hmm. Erections are about blood flow. It's about blood flow. Testosterone is the male hormone that is important for libido, important for sperm, for you know, for fertility, for sperm um, production. So that's you know its role. Um, and so we may check it in the workup, but even if you have low testosterone and you have erectile dysfunction, the treatment for your erectile dysfunction isn't just giving you testosterone only. The treatment is I need to treat your erectile dysfunction at the same time that I'm also helping you with your test- low testosterone. Mm. Mm, interesting. What? So is there a difference between like uh, erectile dysfunction and just impotence? Is there a difference really? The, 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 basically the same thing. I mean, erectile dysfunction is the medical term that we use. Impotence is, I guess, more like the public's term of it, but it's basically referring to the same thing. Can't either erectile dysfunction so let's just clarify what the heck is the 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 uh definition is basically you can't achieve because what is an erection an erection is blood filling up the penis and getting it rigid enough for penetration Mm -hmm. right we know what it means when the penis just isn't quite ready to penetrate and it's like soft and like, my mom calls it a wet rag. Okay. <laughs> a wet noodle. And, it's a wet noodle and you're like, it's not quite right. Like, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? It ain't ready. So, <laughs> an er- so if you, you have your erection has to get firm enough that it penetrates. Right. So if you can't do that, if it can't get firm enough for penetration, that is erectile dysfunction. Or if you don't, if it lose, if you lose that pet firmness quickly, so you, you can get it up, but you start and it gets to wet. Yeah. So, so that's what, so that having is. fast, mm-hmm. uh, like, like a man coming too fast, that's not ED. That's not, has that's, nothing to do with being, having erectile dysfunction. It's just a quick popper. That is the second best question of the hour. <laughs> yeah. So that's totally different, right? Cause when a man comes too fast, the dick is doing what it's supposed to do. When a dick comes or ejaculates, then the body goes into, okay, now the blood can release. We good. We've done, we've, you know, achieved the goal. So the body is when the erection goes down after ejaculation, that's the normal response. All right. Blood is not supposed to stay in the penis after ejaculation. The problem is he's ejaculating too damn fast. Right. So that's a separate issue. Yeah. Mm. There's a lot of that too. That's a whole nother episode. Is that episode. mental or he's just selfish? Is he just selfish? Because oh, do men like how, to me, I'm glad I'm a woman. Okay. Because I feel like mm-hmm. there's a lot of pressure to be a man as far as like when it comes to sex. Okay. And mm-hmm. finances. You got to have money. You got to have the big dick. You got to have the big dick that works. And you got to know how to work it. All these different things. We do put a lot, put a lot of pressure on men. Um, you know, mm-hmm. as far as sex, 
but so, so wait a second. Well, let me just say something here. Uh, big dick is not everything. Absolutely and not. The, and 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 <laughs> 90% of us orgasm with clitoral yes. attention and stimulation. Mm-hmm. So a big old dick that's just you know that's when you have pelvic pelvic flow uh pelvic pelvic floor <laughs> problems when you begin <laughs> yeah, beat up your yeah, whole life. <laughs> Yeah, it doesn't feel doesn't it doesn't necessarily feel right. good. Mm-hmm. But if you have somebody who knows how to uh, incorporate the clitoris to stroke that anterior vagina, that upper part of the vagina that's close to the outside, actually, so you don't even need to go that deep to really get a woman ninety percent of women to orgasm. You don't even need I to agree. go that deep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> My spot what is, what is a <laughs> go ahead, sorry. what is a buried penis? Great, uh, buried penis is a penis that is okay. So the penis is not just what we see. Um, there's actually an internal part. It's probably you know, um, it's probably double the size. The whole penis is double the size. Half of it is inside, and so in a buried penis. What is happened is either that where it's attached, that inner part where it's attached is abnormal. So it's hiding what's supposed to be out or that there's a lot of um, fat over the area of the penis. Like there's a huge, don't laugh now. But there's a nice. mound of um, ab- um, abdominal or, or what we could call mons pubis fat that is creating this buried penis. You know, you got this fat in there and then the penis is kind of just covered. Um, yeah. So this is, so you'd be like, girl, my dick really 10 inches, half of it buried. That's it's all. inside. Correct. It is. Yeah. So when guys go the get the penis, uh, um, surgeries to make their dick excavated. Yeah. So they like dig some of that dick out. <laughs> Where are you gonna put it? That's awesome. <laughs> Excavate the dick. <laughs> Yes. In a way, that's kind of what takes place. It's actually a really complex procedure. It is not a procedure that the average urologist, like a specialized urologist do. Um, but basically, you know, you we may have to separate some of the attachments of the inner part of that penis to get it to come out more. Right. Um, and so you're right in a way that's excavating the, the inner, releasing that inner dick that just is waiting to you know, show its stuff. Um, yes. <laughs> All right. So I was seeing that there's like various forms of ED tests, like yeah. uh nocturnal penile stamp test. What, what is that? So I think it's nocturnal penile to mess to mess and MPT. It, yes. Penile to mess. So what that basically means is, nocturnal erections or what we've simplified it to morning wood. So we simplified to morning wood because that's what men like they remember, right? They wake up, Oh, an erection. But actually what I was alluding to actually what's happening in a healthy penis is you're actually having multiple erections while you're sleeping and while you're dreaming. Okay. It's actually normal to have like, I think up to five a night. And so there are tests that you, we can do to see if a man is getting those erections while they sleep, almost like a sleep study, but for your dick. And, 
I'm sorry. Tell us the healthy, you know, how healthy a penis is. Because if they're getting normal nocturnal penile tumescence or nocturnal erections, i.e. morning woods, great. The blood is flowing. Okay. Mm -hmm. You got, you know, so that's, um, that's a great test to separate the different types. Does that firm tech cock ring kind of help with that? It does. So are you associated um, with that company? Are you associated? Like, I just want to make sure before we talk about them. <laughs> yeah, well, I, you know, did some, I did some work okay. for them. They, I like, I love their, um, I love what they've designed. It's basically like an at home MPT test that anybody can, can get. Mm-hmm. And I love that men can start to see and evaluate their own erectile fitness, mm-hmm. if you will. So you put this thing and actually they sent me one. Right. And, um, you know, I'm, I, I, my husband is like my guinea pig for everything. So I, you know, I put this thing on him, him and, and I was like, is it comfortable? Was it, he's like, yes, he's quite comfortable. Um, so <laughs> the ring can stay on for hours, hours and hours. Let me just caution normal cock rings and sex toy cock rings and vibratory cock rings. You cannot leave on there for hours. Okay. It can cause like a constriction on your penis. And it's almost like that ring that you can't get off your finger and it's an emergency. Mm. So this is, you know, caution advice, but this is designed the way they designed it's easily you can take off and on and it's safe to put keep on there for up to 12 hours and so you can go to sleep and you um have your smartphone if you have the the tech one and it can measure how many erections you get overnight and so you check you can see that with that firm tech wow um ring i know isn't that cool the cock rings are cool so, though i've been with a guy one guy and i was surprised when i saw the thing like he took his clothes <laughs> off and then he had the cock ring on i'm like okay but no warning, what, nothing. nothing. Yeah. What exactly is a cock ring for those of us who don't really know? Oh, okay. I'll take it. So, I mean, it's basically what you think of it. It's like a ring that goes over the penis. These it goes at the, the base of the shaft or like near the head. So that depends. Cock rings can have different functions. Some cock rings are basically designed to help maintain the erection, right? Erection is about blood flow and blood stain in the penis during sex. So sometimes cock rings are used almost like like elastic bands that are placed at the base to keep that blood in there, okay? But some cock rings are just for pleasure. Like they vibrate, you know, and so they allow the the penis holder to have the pleasure and then also the pen, the the, the vulva, the vagina, or whoever the pen, whatever the penetrating, I shouldn't say it's just (laughs) vulvas and vaginas. It can be any any orifice um, to have um, pleasure too. So some are just for play and some are for function. Yeah, his was like really mm-hmm. soft. Like it, I can see how it could be comfortable. But listen, try that before y'all. Did get it vibrate? The, no. Did it do any cool tricks? No, no cool tricks. No. It just kept that thing super hard for a long time. Oh. Okay. <laughs> was he older? Yes. Was that something that a young man would need? Or he was. Most he's of the time older. For somebody who. But I think that. Okay, that's another question I had for um, Dr. Milhouse is that, you know, like we mentioned it, these guys using the pills from the gas station and stuff like that. Like those cock rings are not like, you know, no type of medicine and they work as far as I'm concerned. Um, <laughs> yeah, so they, they can be used for anybody. I mean, any penis that has a const- some slightly constricted band at the base might help in keep that blood in there. So some, again, some healthy penises and young men will use it just because they're like, I want, you know, I don't want, I want to go all night. You know what I'm saying? 
Um, and, and so it's not just for, you know, old, you know, men who have issues, not by any means. So have you ever had somebody come in and you're looking at his dick and you're like, I'm sorry, baby, that dick is dead. Like, <laughs> what do you do? What do you do? Like, what what advice would you give somebody who is like, it's just like nothing. Nothing's you know, dead dick advice? Yeah. <laughs> yes. Well, the good news is at the end of the day, we can get a firm dick because we can do what's called a uh, penile implant, an inflatable uh, penile implant or IPP. And what this is, it's a device that we surgically, this is a surgery that we do, that we put inside the penis. It's like these inflatable rods that go on the top side of, on the inside of the penis too. And um, in the, you know, there's different versions, but in the most commonly used version, which is called the three piece, the patient has a pump that we put in their scrotum. Mm. All right. So this is a pump that you can't tell it's inside them, but they can easily press their scrotum when they're ready to go pump it up like the Reeboks yeah, like the sneakers and yes yes <laughs> like you pump it really feels like that it feels like the Reeboks yeah <laughs> and it inflates those rods and it gets them firm and so now you have this firm dick that you can penetrate and you can go all night if you want to and because still come and, and it yeah. comes in everything Wow, oh yeah, yeah. That's amazing. We're not interfering with that at all. Yep, exactly. It penetrates you, and then when you're ready to stop, you just press a button and and ah! deflate it, <laughs> just like the sneaker. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> and it actually sounds like that when you press it. You kind of hear that sound. You're like, <laughs> oh hell, <laughs> that's no. amazing. What will they think of next? Yes, Pump it up, dicks. That's been around for a long time, actually, a long time. So at the end of the day, we can. Now, this is a surgery that isn't for everybody because some people, you know, have too many medical problems that, you know, make it high risk and this and that. And it's certainly not like you can't go backwards. So if you get this implant and then you decide, oh, take it out. I want to see if pills will work. Uh-uh, Don't work like that. Mm. It's done. You know, mm. you can take the implant out, but you're not going to ever be able to. Uh, get an erection with anything without that. So it's meant for men who really, truly tried this, don't work, tried that, don't work, tried this, don't work. Yep. And exhausted all the options. Ex exactly. Like, mm. Correct. Wow, but it's a great crazy. option. It has like over 90% uh, patient and couple satisfaction, you know, uh, when it works. So would you so say it's, it's older great... men that usually get that procedure done? Usually. Yes, that's true. I mean, we don't love putting it in younger patients because again, it's, it's kind of irreversible in that once we put those rods into that penis, then the blood getting into the penis naturally is done. It's not going to happen because we have disrupted that mm -hmm. process. Um, there is, I, you know, I actually uh, spoke to one of the gurus in Chicago who does a ton of these surgeries um, his name is Dr. Larry Levine. And I asked him, um, what is the youngest patient he's done a penile implant on? And he told me a 16 year old. And I asked him what were the, you know, what, what circumstances? And he said, um, sickle cell anemia. So sickle mm. cell anemia, uh, which is, uh, common in, uh, in our community mm -hmm. affects the penis. Um, the abnormal sickling blood causes these erections that don't go down and these are painful and these come back frequent can come back frequently in some of these patients and this poor um 
you know, young man had these crippling uh, erections, priapisms that would not go come down, that kept coming to the ER all the time. Mm. And essentially over time, what that ruins, like I said, it ruins the erect, the normal rectal fitness anyway. But by putting in that implant, it stopped that process from happening for one, which is mm-hmm. better for the patient. And then two, it just helped him get a, an erection when, when he wanted, like mm-hmm. I want it now, I don't want it now. So that's an, that's not a usual circumstance, but that is a potential where it would be a young patient that we do that. So the dick is separate from men's brains then. Cause what I'm trying to calculate is like, <laughs> what I'm trying to calculate. Got his own brain. Exactly. So for women, for me, I have to be happy to have sex, right? I have to be like, have this, like it, it starts in the mind. I believe for most women before yes. the pussy starts working. So, but for men, you could just pump this shit up while you mentally don't want to have sex. Like, how are you going to, you know, have a, how are you going to ejaculate? Well, so yeah, I mean, (laughs) so just because a man can get hard. Mm -hmm. So this is the thing we have to separate erection from orgasm or ejaculation. Just because a man's dick is hard doesn't necessarily mean he always wants to have sex. You can, again, we've seen nocturnal erections. That's uncontrolled. We actually see patients get erections when they're under anesthesia. You can get an, an erection just from like a touch, but you're not really trying to have sex, okay? And so these things, you may not be aroused enough to ejaculate, all right? Um, and, uh, um, and for us, you're right, for us for us vulva owners, for us women, our arousal and certainly our orgasm is very much um, connected to our brain not all our brain. Okay. Um, so there's a lot of us that aren't getting orgasms just because our partners don't know where to go. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, and, and some of us don't know where to tell them where to go too. Mm -hmm. We don't, we are not as familiar with our bodies. Mm -hmm. The, The guys are very familiar with their bodies, with their penis. We are like, it's our vulvas, our vaginas are like a foreign land to a lot of us. Mm-hmm. which is a shame. Mm-hmm. Um, and I will, and hope and changing Thank I think slowly, but thankfully. And so we need to know what feels good and what arouses us, but you're right. Foreplay starts in the morning. Yes. Foreplay starts all with all day. Good morning. Sexy. Yes. Mm-hmm. All day. Yes. What can I do Absolutely. for you? Yes. That's how you get it moist. <laughs> No. Not just <laughs> right before you want to have sex with me. We done been arguing all day right. long. Not, and now you tapping me on the shoulder. Get <laughs> one titty lick, and now you think I'm ready. <laughs> one titty oh, lick. Right. Come, come on, let's, come on, come on. <laughs> yes, I don't think we yes. should. So, so it seems like they have all types of things to help with erectile dysfunction. What about women who mm-hmm. have lost like vaginal uh, wetness Libido, or everything. tightness? Yeah. Woo, we all right. Who helps so this us? is like where are our products? Right. Yeah. No one. So, um, <laughs> so right. short answer is women who medicine has not cared about mm-hmm. women. Why? Right. What is the, oh, they need to be aroused. They need to have a, what is the benefit? So medicine has completely neglected us. And the, there's so many reasons, the patriarchy, the, you know, mm-hmm. uh, male toxicity, the fact that we can procreation does not rely on us orgasming, right? Mm -hmm. A man has to orgasm to procreate, but women, we don't. And so the functionality of our reproduction does, 
you can have a billion kids and not have one single orgasm, not have, have painful sex and have a billion kids. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So um, this is not right. This is kind of where I um, have created a passion and a niche for in my patients. I see all my men patients who have all these options to help them in their sexual dysfunctions. And my women patients are like, help. No one knows what to do. I talk to that doctor. I talk to my gynecologist. I talk, no one knows. They say, drink some wine. They say, oh, well, it's just normal. You know what I'm saying? No, it's not normal. Right. It's not normal. Right. It's painful is not, it, you deserve to feel good when you're having sex. It should not just not be something that you're like, eh. you see what I'm saying? So things are, again, slowly changing. There are more of us in the specialty that are um, taking the reins on this. Um, I uh, I have to shout out my uh, sister in urology, and um, she's white, but she's still my sister because she's mm-hmm. super smart and awesome and um, expert in this, Dr. Rachel Rubin. Um, she tackles a lot of this, but you mainly for lubrication, we talk about estrogen vaginally. If you have been through menopause, estrogen vaginally is like bay. If you're postmenopausal, I mean, as soon as I hit menopause, I'm going to start using vaginal estrogen. <laughs> all right. To keep, those, keep that, keep that tissue young and supple. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? And not just for that, but also it, it also has other benefits like reducing UTIs. You said vaginal estrogen? Um, Vaginal estrogen, baby. Yes. And what? Where do you get that? Like, what is? Like, what is it? That has to be prescribed. That's prescribed. Mm-hmm. It's not. It's not hard to get. It just needs to be prescribed. Um, and it comes in different forms, like creams or suppositories, uh, and su- such like that. So, um, a little bit goes a long way. Um, it's not harmful. All of us get so freaked out with the word estrogen. It's hilarious. Men flock to testosterone flock. They're like, give me more, give me more. We, we get older. We're like, Oh no, don't give me that estrogen. I can't, that's not normal. This is your body's hormone. Right. Mm-hmm. Okay. You're suffering all of these menopausal symptoms. You do hot flashes. It's dry as a Sierra down there. <laughs> you're irritated. Like you can do not have to suffer. Estrogen is a, is, is our hormone. So we, they have succeeded in demonizing estrogen. And so we're trying to backtrack and say, listen, ladies, it, it has, um, some good, uh, it has a lot of good actually. Um, then there's using lubricants too. Just like I had a, uh, TikTok about like using different lubricants. And I think, especially in black community, we like get weird about using anything extra in the bedroom. Not <laughs> <me>. <laughs> yeah, no, I see that. Cause you got like, you got to have some type of yeah. lubricant on hand because even if you still are physically aroused. That condom is going to dry your shit up some. So dry you got to have something dry aside from spit. Uh. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Which is, no. That's what they're using, though. they just using spit. I don't mind a little <laughs> spit. Okay, spit helps. It, it I mean, it gets it wet, but then it dries. <laughs> oh, yes, you have to spit multiple times. So spit, <laughs> you just have to do it multiple times. But yeah, the wetter, the better, you know. So uh, basically... For a man, y'all got robot dicks with a scrotum pump. <laughs> but for a woman, we got a little cream for you. That's it. <laughs> we got some other stuff. We got some, yeah, we got a little bit of creams and, you know, some We got no pussy pumps. Like, ain't no, no pussy. So, no. all right. Uh, one of, um, so in my, I have a salon and one of the suites, there's a lady who has, uh, she's a RN 
and she has this machine and she's like, oh, come try it. Come over and try it that she puts in your cooch and it's supposed to like make your vagina tighter. And it's like wow. some type of machine that you just, and she says it works. She does it. And she said her, okay. she has four kids and she said she used it to help with her tightness of her vagina. Like Kegel exercises or something it does. But why, what, what, what? My first question is what, why do you think your vagina needs to be tighter? That's my first because question. Because I, I believe that's also like a thing, especially, I don't know. Yes. Like it's a it's muscle, a you know what I'm saying? So yeah, you got to do a little exercise, but to say, oh, I fell in or it was so big, like maybe your dick was small. Let's just maybe. <laughs> but I mean, all right. So Correct. as you get Correct. older, your, your vagina does, is not, a, or your 22 year old coochie is not your 36 year old coochie, right? Well, 36, I mean, that's still young now. Okay, maybe. Yeah, but I mean, the tightness, it does change over time, right? Oh, actually, actually, if you have, if you, let's just take kids out of the equation, okay? Mm -hmm. One woman at 20 and that woman at, we'll go 60, okay? No kids. And um, actually what happens what we see a lot of times is that vagina kind of contracts. It gets dry and it contracts. Okay. Where we get this whole vagina gets wider. That doesn't inherently happen just because we get older. It really doesn't. There's nothing that inherently happens just because we get older that makes our vagina widen. Okay. And vaginas are, they're supposed to expand and contract. Mm -hmm. Like when we, mm -hmm. when they, when they ex penetration, they're expanding and then they contract. They're not like these things that, oh, once you've expanded it this far, oh, it, oh that's it. You know, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Humans come you know, out of there. Well, humans come out of it, yeah. right? And they come, they come back. So there are pathologic, there are vaginas that are too wide because of uh, babe, lots of babies or babies and um, they're not supportive as well. That's different. That is a medical condition that is bona fide. You know, but this notion that that's not it, and that's most of this time that I see is like, oh well, it just a lot of you know needs to be tight. You know what mm -hmm. I'm saying? I think is just again something that we've been fed that has no really no clear actual medical issue. Um, you can do you can be too tight, okay? You can be do too many kegels, and now sex hurts. You know what I'm saying? I mean, mm -hmm. ugh. Okay. So um we, you know, I I I I don't want to I hate, I just shouldn't say hate. That's a strong word. But I think a sound person will market the ben the actual reasons why they're tightening the vagina. Oh, for this and this and this and this, not just to tighten it, because hey girl, hey sis, you need a tighter vagina. You know what I'm I saying? was just gonna do it because I have sometimes I have a break at work. <laughs> <laughs> might, as well, might as well tighten things a little bit yeah right you know it ain't no real reason <laughs> girl you're so stupid so <laughs> go eat lunch okay <laughs> mess around and get a loose coochie messing with some random machine and some random site. so basically don't do that I don't think you need it. What? I mean, I don't, I never had no kids. I don't feel like my coochie is loose. So I was just okay. going to do it. Like yeah, let, let what it. hurt? What would it hurt to be tighter? You know, like that's what it's I was fun. thinking. Like but it can hurt. 
then it can't it can't hurt. Too much tightness can be bad. You don't want that. Yes. Okay. It can make sex painful. So um, I meet some women that they're like, oh, sex hurts. And then I go and examine them and they're, they, you know, like a Kegel, they're just Plenty basically enough. like a Kegel yeah. like this mm-hmm. at all times. And I'm like, okay, Relax. you're just basically like this, you know what I'm saying? You're not relaxed. Uh, and that is a problem that can cause painful sex. It can cause difficulty urinating or frequent urination when your pelvic floor muscles are too tight. Oh, yeah. Let's talk about squirting for a second. <laughs> What is it? <laughs> what is it? And um, can everybody do it? Is it peeing? I, I I know where it's coming from when I, when I see the movies. I can't say can mine I, can I has just, ever done it per se. Can I just make a statement? Yeah. I bought that rose and I used that thing and I don't think that was a squirt. I really think I peed my whole bed up because... <laughs> what is a rose? You what? know that little rose the, thing? The little rose that is a real popular sex toy. It looks like a rose and it's like a little... Su- like a little suction that you put on your clitoris. Oh. oh, okay. It sucks it. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah. And what and happened? I, I don't know if I squirted, but I think I peed up my whole bed. That was a lot. I made a mess. It was <laughs> a big mess. Good? It felt great. I do it all the time. I love it. But <laughs> yes. you pee in the squirting. bed up all the time? Is, I think was, it's pee. Is it squirting? Great. So, okay. So, okay. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Female ejaculation takes different forms. And um, so female orgasm, I should say, takes different forms. And I, you know, don't want our audience to think that if you don't squirt, that something's wrong with you. Right. Um, you can still orgasm. So you can have a more traditional ejaculate orgasm, which is a lot less messy and just feels like this oozy wetness um, as opposed to like a gersh. Um, and that probably we believe is coming from what we call the skeins glands. These are two, gl- these are glands, paired glands, one on each side of our urethra. The urethra is the, two, the hole that we pee out of. Okay. So these are glands next to it. And so that type of orgasm is not urine and consistency. It doesn't really feel like it either. Um, now squirting, and by the way, what they show on porn is like exaggerated, right? right? So, but squirting feels like a gush, like a, like, and it's quite messy mm-hmm. and it can feel like you're peeing. And that's because, and this is the big mystery. We, you know, there's been lots of analysis, but we, we've shown that there is urea in that fluid and urea is a part is all is the main part of urine. And so it is likely diluted urine. Um, that is coming out. See, we don't have in a man, they ejaculate and pee out of the same mm-hmm. tube, right? Mm-hmm. But it's just coming from different. I mean, semen is different from urine. Okay. Semen comes from different orgas- or, or, or orgasms, different organs that they have. And urine comes from their bladder. For us, we don't really have like a semen. Well, it's not semen, but you know, like an ejaculate producing organ that goes through the our urethra. And so it is likely just um, diluted urine that's being expelled out. It freaks people out because it feels like they're peeing on the bed mm-hmm. and it's messy and it kind of smells like pee maybe, um, but it feels fabulous. <laughs> hey, guys love it. <laughs> they don't care if you pee on them or not. Just do it, ladies. The penises love it. They love it. They love it. So I have patients who will come and be like, Dr. Millhouse, I don't know what to do. Like, I feel I just peed. I peed during sex. And I'm asking them like, well, 
you know, did it feel good? Were you climax? He's like, yes, but it freaked me out. And this, I'm just so embarrassed. And I'm like, baby, promise you, promise you, your partner is like so proud of himself or herself. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. They're, they're like, yes, I, you know what I'm saying? Look and what I, I did. Look what I, exactly. Promise I'm the man. You they're not <laughs> worried about that. They're happy. So yeah, that can happen. And, um, you know, it's, uh, it's a beautiful thing. Sex is supposed to be messy, right? It's mm-hmm. supposed to be messy. If we just accept it's messy, it's wet, it's messy. So okay. enjoy it. Hmm. I just feel like I've never been able to get that gush feeling when during mm-hmm. penetration though. It's usually like, you know, when I'm getting some kind of lingus, okay. Yes. With some mm-hmm. finger action involved, I'll have that feeling, but not during sex, like actual penetration. So that's that that's why it leads me to think that maybe that's urine. I just feel like I um like I've never gushed like that with a human being. The way the rose make me feel. I need to marry the rose. <laughs> you can use why don't you wait a second, y'all. If y'all want to gush like that with a human, just you like okay, let's use the toy and the dick dick at the same I time. I like men who are what? not like uh opposed to that because some men they are jealous of the toys. I like them when they let me bring it. It's less pressure I'll for you. I'll be feeling like <laughs> Why do I need this? I only have the toy because I don't have no dick around. That's how I, I feel. like both of them. That's <laughs> no, you shouldn't. You shouldn't feel that way. That's that is our us. So I totally agree with what you said about men sometimes being intimidated by the toy. So ex- let's just talk about black men too, because black men are different. You know what I'm saying? And black men definitely are probably more likely to potentially be thrown off because again, we in our community are not used to bringing additives into the bedroom. <laughs> okay. You bring your vagina, you bring your dick and that's all that you need. Or but, another person, but that's it. <laughs> yes. Okay. Cock <laughs> rings and, you know, vibrators and roses and whatnots. Well, you know, why do we need all that and lube, but it can enhance it. Okay. Mm-hmm. It can enhance it. It's not taken away from what the partner's doing or what, or whatever. It's not taken away from that. It's enhancing it for both of you all. And, um, I think that if you want to introduce your man to a sex toy, don't bring like the big rod phallic looking. (laughs) (laughs) I don't even buy those type of things. I only do like little bullets. I don't either. Like, no. Yeah. Yeah. Um, start with the ones that don't look so much like a penis, you know what I'm saying? And incorporate (laughs) that. And when he sees how you respond with, that and the dick at the same time, oh, baby, he's going to, you know, and then may, he can watch you. The other thing that you can say is, oh, baby, watch me, you know, like they enjoy watching mm-hmm. us touch ourselves. Okay, watch mm-hmm. me. So then they can watch you do what you do with your toy and they say, okay, all right, this is what I'm going to do to her. I'd be so lazy with my toy. I though. recommend. Like, I'm so lazy <laughs> huh? with my toy. I just put it on there and I lay on the side. <laughs> and I just. That's fine. <laughs> It'd be like two minutes. Well, that's what all of us do. <laughs> but see, the o- only do. thing with the toy is that thing get me there in about a minute, yes. 30 seconds. If I got that man around, I'd be like, you're useless now. Go to bed. <laughs> no, because we can come again. Yeah, I'd be wanting to still do it. So. And yeah. the toy can't yeah, hug you. The toy can't rub your butt. Like, the toy can't yes. give you no real intimacy, okay? So I still yes. want that this from a true. man. Yes. The, the toy does not rub your butt. That is right. <laughs> <laughs> I'd be like, suck, I'd be like, suck my titties while I do this. Like, yeah, that's exactly. what I feel like the a threesome to me a little bit. Yes. <laughs> but we can come again and again and again. So who cares? If you come with the toy, great. All right. 
Right. Right. Good to go. This is true. So, you know, with Roe versus Wade and all this, have you seen an increase or an influx of men coming in for visectomies? You do those procedures, right? Is that what are you? Oh, yes. Mm-hmm. Yep. So we in general, the uh, the pattern is, yes, across the United States, there's been more increase in vasectomy with Roe versus Wade being overturned. Um, I live in a state that Roe versus Wade, where abortion is absolutely protected, um, state of Illinois. So I think I, I haven't seen as great of like um, uh, of an increase. Mm-hmm. And I think, again, because we're in like a safe state, if you will, um, I have overall just in the last two to four years have seen more younger men get vasectomies, like more younger men, more men who who have never had kids just decided. Really? Like, nah. Mm-hmm. Is that reversible at yeah. all? So it is technically reversible. Technically speaking, yeah. it is reversible. Okay. But you have to understand the vasectomy was designed to permanently stop uh, fertility, Mm -hmm. okay? We cut, clip, sometimes we burn, sometimes we stitch up that vast tube, okay? So, and what happens is just because you can sew it back together, first of all, sewing it back together is technically not like easy, um, and we have to use a microscope yeah, to do it because it's, it's so, so small. T- it's like small. a fallopian tube, yeah. essentially, right? I mean, it's it's it, thinner than that. Wow, um, thinner than a fallopian tube. So super, 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 duper small. And um, and then we have to say, okay, now sperm, you've been kind of like, you know, MIA. You, you, you we haven't been shipping you out for however long. Now resume. And what happens is your body's like, no, like you cut us off and we're, you know, your testicles may not produce good moving sperm that move through that tube that you've reconnected. Okay. Um, Sometimes it may be hard to reconnect the tube because of the way the vasectomy was done. And if it's been longer and longer, longer time period from vasectomy to reversal, the scar tissue and what, and whatnot can make it harder. So we always advise patients do not do a vasectomy with the intent of, you know, you're going to reverse it in two, three like years. That's not really how it's should yeah, be. It's used. not a condom. Like. It's not a condom. It's not our birth control where we can, it's not, it's, it's, it is meant to be a permanent form of, um, um, a birth control for men. Okay. Permanent form of birth control for men. Um, just like our tubes being tied. Yeah. Technically we can get our tubes re you know, undone, but like the, Reality is that doesn't guarantee squat. Right. Doesn't guarantee that you we might can have like some scar tissue in there and stuff. I mean, yes, yeah. Yep. My mom had her tubes tied and got pregnant with my little sister. Oh well, <laughs> yeah. They didn't she do did. a good job. No. <laughs> After she had my little sister, she was like, "All right, this time, time around my neck, so I can see." Yeah. <laughs> take the whole tube out. Yeah, fine. Just take the whole tube out. Yes. Yeah. I mean, the good news is even if you've had a vasectomy, you can, um, you know, we can get sperm out of your testicle if you can't conceive naturally and use that. Mm-hmm. Um, so you're not okay. estrogen necessarily. Yeah. I, yes. I have one more question. So I always see this on TV. All right. <laughs> they'll have a man come in and pull his dick out and they hold his nuts and they're like, cough. Him. <coughs> what is that? What is that? What do you learn by coughing and holding some nuts? 
Because I be oh, doing that to my boo sometimes, but I just be playing. I don't know what's going on. I just grab his oh, nuts and say, calm. But you got to stick the finger in the butt <laughs> at the same time, though, to feel the prostate, right? Oh, really? Oh, I didn't know. No, that. no, 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 no. The coughing is more to check to check for a hernia. Oh, so a hernia is like a you know, like the inner parts mm -hmm. of the abdomen is coming down into the scrotum. So that's what it does. When you cough, it puts pressure into your abdomen that gets translated, and so that's what we're trying to detect when we do that. <laughs> You're oh, so okay. stupid, girl. <laughs> I just be holding nuts like cough, baby. It's All more right? than just holding the nuts, though. <laughs> so they do just be doing that on TV, but of course, TV yeah. is. Yeah, okay. <laughs> Tell people where they can find you. Like, plug yourself, please. I will. So, first of all, I want to thank you, Tam Bam and AJ, for having me on your show. This has been fun. Uh, I'm happy to come back anytime. I, <laughs> I love talking about <laughs> pussy and penis and sex and pelvic floor and all that sloppiness. So, so if you want to learn more um, about these things, I am on, I, so my website is yourfavoriteurologist.com, yourfavoriteurologist.com. Go to my website, subscribe. You can see stuff that I've done. You can be in the know with everything that's happening with me. Um, I have, I'm on Instagram at Dr. Milhouse. That's D-R-M-I-L-H-O-U-S-E. So Milhouse is with one L. Or if you just search in Instagram, hashtag your favorite urologist, it'll be me. Um, on Twitter at your favorite urologist too. Twitter, sorry, TikTok at your favorite urologist too. And I have a YouTube channel, Dr. Milhouse, your favorite urologist. So your favorite urologist can't go wrong. You can find me that way. Across the board. Yes. She's active yes, on I social am. media too. Like she got a she got a real <laughs> social media presence. It's a whole other job, honey. Tell us about it. What we just don't feel yeah. like yet. Yeah. <laughs> All right, y'all. Listen, if you enjoyed this dick talk, <laughs> please tune in every Thursday on the iHeartRadio app or wherever the fuck you get your podcast at. This is your co-host, AJ Holiday 2.0. Y'all follow me on Instagram. Keep sending them dumb bitch stories. We talk back, POD at Gmail, or you can hit us hit us up in the DM. Whichever one. Y'all, it's me, Official Tam Bam, again. I love y'all. Thank y'all so much for tuning in to another episode. Also, send us your Ask a Black Friend. I'm still, I still want those questions from our white listeners. <laughs> we're your black friends. Ask us a question. We, we're, we're here to answer those questions for you. Uh, y'all, remember to speak now. And never hold your peace. Deuces. Bye. State Farm Insurance knows that understanding and investing in our cultural identity is paramount in protecting our future. We know what it's like to go from nothing to something, to wish that we had better financial literacy when we were younger. Luckily, State Farm is here to help. With funding programs like Project Ready, which is committed to education achievement and has already awarded over $11 million in scholarship offers to black and brown youth since 2021. State Farm believes that being better neighbors creates better communities. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. If you're looking for the most epic place on Earth, let's start at the base of a massive waterfall. Then trek through the thick jungle. Then climb to the peak of a snowy mountaintop. Then once you get there, keep going. Because with intelligent 4x4 and 7 drive modes and a Nissan Pathfinder, the search is the real adventure. Available feature. Intelligent 4x4 cannot prevent collisions or provide enhanced traction in all conditions. Always monitor traffic and weather conditions. 
Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say. Your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. This message comes from Viking. Committed to exploring the world in comfort. Journey through the heart of Europe on an elegant Viking longship. With thoughtful service, destination-focused dining, and cultural enrichment on board and on shore. And every Viking voyage is all-inclusive, with no children and no casinos. Discover more at Viking.com.